Welcome to this week's episode of Here We Journey with Pastor Greg. Today, we're going to talk about what I think is probably one of the most important aspects of our life here on earth. One of the things that regardless of your religious, philosophical beliefs, we need others. We need other people We need friends, we need family, we need supporters, we need cheerleaders. We need those people that are going to push us in the back when we need it. Kick us in the hind parts uh, when we need the extra oomph. So we're going to talk a little bit of that. And we're going to talk about their journeys, or at least a portion of their journeys. We're going to talk to what I think is one of the most talented cosplayers that you will be blessed to get to know. She's mainly on Instagram and on TikTok. Her name is Mutant Blue. She's a phenomenal cosplayer out of the Tennessee area. And we're going to talk a little bit about her her journey through cosplay, her journey through life, and what it has meant to her, the ups and downs and the challenges that she has faced. I'm also going to have my friend, Pastor Anna, on the podcast uh, one week where we will talk about her journey and her life journey as well as her spiritual journey has been remarkable. So I look forward to having those conversations and having others on the podcast. So I hope you enjoy those episodes when they come out. So tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this, who are your people? Now, if you're like me, over the last two and a half years, maybe that answer has changed a little bit. Maybe there have been people that have come into your life that you didn't know before the pandemic. When we all kind of hunkered down and we had to rely primarily on the internet for relationships and for friendships, I know many created new friend groups, myself included. On TikTok, I I actually downloaded the app because my wife was on it and I thought, well, I'll check it out, had a little fun. And as I explored the app, I got to know some people and I formed a friend group, in many ways a chosen family with this group of people. Now, it's not a group that other in other circumstances probably would have come together. We definitely come from different uh, paths through life. We don't all share the same religious or philosophical belief system. But what we do agree on is that we want to try to make this world a better place. We have a great time. We've played Among Us, we've played Suspects, we've played a lot of online games. We also just laugh and carry on. We also support each other when we're going through something. We encourage people, we encourage each other when we need it. Now, don't get me wrong, there has been disagreements in this group. There has been some hurt feelings in the group, but yet we still rally together. 
we are still there to help and support each other. And who knows, where we remain close after the pandemic, in 10 years where I be able to look back and say, hey, we all became this friend group and we're still together. Honestly, I don't know, but I don't think that's important. You see, I do believe that there are people that come into our lives when we need them, when it is the right time, and then afterwards, our journeys depart each other, and that's okay. It's not that we don't love and appreciate and support them still. It's simply we are in a different place of our lives, and so are they. So we hug, we say, see you later, and we depart. This group has been a lifesaver for me. I'm not overly social. I'll be honest, I have a handful of friends. Most people are my acquaintances, and I'm okay with that. But my friends, the people that are close to me, they are close to me. They know the inner workings. They know the underbelly of Pastor Greg. Now, another group of friends. I have certainly some amazing friends from seminary. I mentioned Pastor Anna. She and I, when we first got to know each other, when we first met each other, I think we'll explore this more on our episode together, but there was no way we were going to be friends because we were just from that different of a place in life. It wasn't that one was better than the other. No, it's just we weren't in the same place. We couldn't relate. Then we took a class together, and we worked in a small group together. And now, she's one of the first people that when I am really struggling, I will reach out to and ask for help, ask for her opinion, and just talk with her. And she is someone who encourages and challenges me to be a better person, to learn more, to understand more, to reach out beyond my comfort zone to be a better person. Then we have other friends, right? I have some great friends from when I was in the United Kingdom. And we still touch base at least with each other. Some of us are closer than others, but that's how it was when we were abroad. Some of us really will kick each other in our backsides to get us going forward. Now, the biggest companion I have in this life is my beautiful wife. I could not be who I am today without her. I could not face today, or I can't imagine facing today and the days to come without her. The Greg that she got to know in college certainly is not the same person I am today. She's grown with me. She has challenged me. She has supported me. She has really been very frank with me to be a better person. She inspires me. 
I'll give you an example. I talked last episode about the fact that I've done, I've completed a full marathon. And I was very blessed to have the support of my parents and my in-laws, as well as, from a distance, my sister and my grandparents and friends and family throughout the nation. And I remember I was coming close to the final mile of the full marathon, and I was behind pace. I was hurting. I did not know if I was going to finish. I was barely moving. And my mom, God bless her, she, well, first my mother-in-law and my daughter, they see me, and they're trying to encourage me. And, you know, it was a boost Then my mom took over. My mom had just run a half marathon. And she's encouraging me. And I'm trying to plow forward and keep going. And she's doing all the things that a mom does, right? The, it's okay, hon. You're going to do it. Even if you don't make the time limit, you will still have completed 26.2 miles. And that is something to be proud of. And then I... I'm I'm moving, I'm running, I'm shuffling a little bit further, a little bit further. And then God bless my wife. She shows up and takes over and she looks at my mom and she's like, I'll take her from here. And in a way that only a wife can, a significant other can, she looks at me. And I started in on, I, she goes, I did not put up with you being gone for five, six, seven hours with a newborn toddler, really, for you not to finish this race under the course time limit and get that medal. Get your hind parts. She didn't say hind parts, she said something else, but I'm trying to keep it PG here. Get your hind parts moving and finish this marathon and I said yes ma'am but I needed that at that moment I needed that person who I trusted who I relied on who knew me down to the core to say exactly what I needed to hear that would light that fire let me get past the pain I was feeling and keep going forward you see we we need cheerleaders yes we need cheerleaders to encourage and motivate and go team you're doing great fantastic woohoo woohoo we need those people and we need the people in our journey that says look yes you are in a bad place right now you are in pain you are struggling you are in this situation and and you need to buckle up buttercup and you need to keep going forward you need to push you need to tap into whatever energy whatever strength whatever fortitude that you have and put one foot in in front of the other and keep going forward there's no There's no try. As Yoda says, right? Do 
or do not. There is no try. So my wife in that moment was exactly what I needed to hear. I was able to summon and tap into energy and strength that I did not think was there. I thought I was done. I was able to tap into some reserves that I didn't know were there. And I got it done. How many times in life are we in a place where we feel like we are done? We have nothing more to give. We're ready to throw in the towel. Now there is a time and a place to recognize that, you know what? Maybe this ain't it. Maybe this is not what I'm meant to be. Maybe maybe these things are happening and stopping me for a reason. And I need to be able to discern that. And there are other times where we're just throwing a pity party. Where we're feeling bad for ourselves. When we give up too easy. Where we need someone to come along and kick us in our, our hind parts. So we need the cheerleader. We need the, the motivator. We need the encourager. We need someone also that's going to be there and validate us, right? And say, yes, this is bad. And just be in that moment. In CPE, clinical pastoral education, we're taught about sitting in the pit with someone. That that really means that when someone is upset or going through a really hard time, many of us have the initial response of trying to fix. What can I do to make you happy? What can I do to fix you? But sitting in the pit is a different thing altogether. Sometimes sitting in the pit is just sitting in silence next to someone while they are crying. Or while they are raging and cussing and spitting and venting and getting it all out. And not responding with a way to fix it. But instead validating and saying, yes, what you are feeling is good. What you are feeling is okay. Because we don't do that to ourselves or for ourselves sometimes. When we start to cry, many of us, when we start to get angry, many of us will make excuses to say, oh, I, I know this shouldn't upset me. Oh, I know I shouldn't be crying. This is silly. I'm dumb for feeling this. We make those excuses, right? We invalidate our valid feelings. So we need someone who's willing to say, look, yes, this is hard. This is difficult. You are in a tough situation and your feelings of anger, fear, sadness are okay and good. And leave it at that. And then let someone else be a motivator, be an encourager. So we need a mix of people. Now, there might be some of you sitting and listening to this saying, Oh, I, I don't need anyone. Me, myself, and I, that's all I need. And I ask you, really? That's all you need? Or... 
Is that what you have been trained to accept? Is that what your experiences have forced you to approach life through? Is that the lens that you have been given? Are you holding walls up to not allow people to see you when you are vulnerable because you have been hurt in the past? And I get it, right? We don't want to be hurt again. And some of us have been more hurt than others. Some of us have been abused emotionally, mentally, maybe physically because we've shown our vulnerabilities. And it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel all I need is me, myself, and I. I would challenge you, though. Maybe not be 100% vulnerable, but allow yourselves to be a little more vulnerable than you are now. Not everyone is meant to be in your life, though. Just because someone is an encourager in one moment doesn't mean they're always going to be there, or they should always be there. That's the other thing that we have fallen into this trap of thinking that once someone is in our lives they have to remain in our lives forever that's not the case like I said earlier in the podcast it's okay for people to come and go it shouldn't be seen as a bad thing if it's a good parting of the ways In pastoral ministry, we talk about when we leave congregations, we want to leave well. I think that's an idea that we should carry into other professions. Leaving your current position when you're going to another one, leaving it well. Leaving it set up for success. So when others leave our lives, it doesn't have to be traumatic. It doesn't have to be negative. It can be good. It can be a sign of growth for both of you. And that's okay. So I think what I'm trying to say, because I don't want to make a super long episode this week, is that we all need people with us in some way, shape, or form. And during our journey, it will change how we need people. But we need people. Some people need a lot of people. Some people may be like me and a few is more than enough. But we need people. We need encouragement. We need we need that person to kick us in the butt. We need the motivator. We need the validator. We need all these types of roles in our lives so that we can journey down our road. So I do encourage all of us to look at our lives and identify who those people are. And maybe, maybe this week, when you have a spare moment, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for me. You may not know this, but... You are my motivator. You inspire me. You encourage me 
whatever the case may be. Let them know before your journeys depart. Before your journey together splits. Let them know. Identify them. Well, let us give thanks for those that are with us on our journeys. Let us look forward to the people that will be joining us on our journeys in the future. Let us look back in the past and give thanks for those people that were with us for a portion of our journeys that are no longer with us. Give thanks for the lessons. Give thanks for the encouragement that we have received. Give thanks that we have shared some time together. Lastly, as always, my friends, whoever hears the sound of my voice, know that you are valid. Know that you are loved. Know that you are appreciated just as you are. Know that you make this world a little bit better by being you. If you like this podcast, please encourage others to listen to it, to download it, to subscribe to it. If you've listened to a few episodes and you're really enjoying it, I would humbly ask you to rate it and write a review on any of your podcast listening uh, apps or platforms. I'm trying to grow this a little bit more and more each week. I give thanks for you, my friends. And I'll talk to you next week.